0: Welcome to episode seven hundred and forty-two of I Am Talk, your weekly fix in all things I am. Right here, team, welcome along to episode seven hundred and forty-two of I am talking of coach John Newsome and pivot James Oz. How you go, mate? I am pretty good, sitting
1: here on the west coast of New Zealand with the rain pouring down. You can actually hear it. I think I can hear it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> <laughs> we've had a very wet day on camp <laughs> Was it warm? It was warm, and that was, uh, and and everybody really enjoyed the the day because we had tailwind uh it was warm so you didn't get cold uh but it did we had some serious rain uh pretty much in get go couple of you know 120k of riding maybe 20k of it if we're lucky was
0: without rain but the rest was uh pretty heavy pretty heavy what's what's the long range looking like john do you trust the long range
1: (laughs) We've had two days of rain and then tomorrow is looking like it's going to clear up. So we've got our fingers crossed. But that being said, the the scenery trumps the crappy weather because it's absolutely spectacular. So there's been mixed and no complaints. My wife is on the support crew for this camp and she said to me, Everyone came in and just said that was just an amazing, awesome ride, oh, uh, just because it was just a bit more epic with the conditions. So no complaints. No
0: complaint. I no complaint. No complain. Okay, John, I'm talking proudly brought to you by. I'm not sure if you've got any patrons in front of you.
1: I have not got any patrons, but um, – Got any on the camp? Well, we've got any go on the camp. We've got – who have we got? We've got John the Mountain Snail Hancock, nice. who you're going to hear from later on today. We've got Luke – Parker, what was his nickname? Uh, it was like, yeah. Oh, I haven't got that in front of me, Luke, and I apologise for that. Hamish, I don't hit the wall, nice. uh, is on here. Murray the Holy Hammer Lapworth. Um, new patron, Jeff Roberts, who you're going to hear from today. We haven't got a nickname for Jeff yet, but by the end of this camp, I'll probably have about 20 for him. <laughs> is there anybody else on the camp? And I see now I'm going to feel really bad if I've missed anybody. If you've
0: missed anyone, we'll make sure we we'll give them plenty of love on the show next week, John. Great. Okay, guys, so this week's show is going to be a little bit different because John is basically working like an animal, training like an animal. So we're basically doing a lot of epic camp interview. So John's been getting some interviews with the campers. So John, uh, tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so we've got
1: uh, we covered day one, two and three. We've just finished day three. Uh, So we're going to chat to a few people on each each of the different days. I've also thrown in there Dave Dwan, who's on the support crew. John, the Mountain Snail Hancock is in there. Uh, And our, our yellow and red jersey winners from the first day, Tom Anderson and Jeff Roberts. And I'm lacking a bit in the females department, which I was um, I was running around trying to get them, but they were all uh, taking this points competition fairly
0: seriously. So it's I'm it's, gonna po- it's my- probably not good, mate, if you're running around trying to get the females, just saying.
1: <laughs> yeah, true, especially when your wife's on the camp. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> so I am going to get some more of the females because they are going gung-ho after a points competition, which is great to see. Uh, we've got a really, really good bunch of uh, athletes on the camp in terms of their attitude and – uh, yeah, they're just really go- embracing the points competition looking for ways of getting the all the bonus points uh, So the next show is going to be more dedicated to the females because they've been doing awesome
0: So how's it going for you?
1: So far so good. I'm actually I'm feeling really really good Pro- Possibly the best I've almost felt on an epic camp for a while especially on the bike so we kicked off on day one and we did an aquathon and a hundred and how did we bike on the first day? 145Ks, I think it was, uh, with a 16K time trial. Day, I had a bit of day one itis. Don't always feel great on day one and didn't feel amazing. Day two, though, uh, just felt great on the bike and just pulled for a pretty big chunk of the day. We rode uh, about 100Ks uh, and had a 12K run at the end of that. And then today we had a, a very wet 120Ks and I was pulling on the front for much of the day, just a nice steady pace, but power's really good, feeling really good, legs are fine, so um, so far so good. But it's only three days, we've got, it's a nine day camp, so one third of the way done and dusted.
0: Uh, looking forward, what are the highlights looking forward for you?
1: Well, one thing that I say later on in today's show, one of the interviews, is uh, Bluff Hill is going to come up over and over again as you hear interviews. So, and I'll promise you that uh, when I get back to Christchurch, we'll include in the show notes uh, some coverage of Bluff Hill, probably of us going up there, and also a tour of Southland because it's a it's a really iconic hill. And I am. a bit scared about going up there uh, in terms of being able to get up with the gearing that I've got on the TT bike. Uh, so we'll just see how we go. So that's going to be a highlight. And uh, and just this, the scenery in New Zealand is just yeah, awesome. People, uh, so, so that's man. just day after day's a highlight, really, in terms of just, you know, riding along the coast today. The waves are just pumping in. It's pissing down with rain. It's just rugged as anything. And uh, yeah good way to be
0: living right now. No complaints. I uh, No complain. Okay, John, so what we're going to do right now is just going to check the interviews in back to back to back, and you'll see John and I at the end of the show. So here they are right now, some of the Epic Campers from Epic Camp New Zealand 2020.
1: Right, we have uh, completed day one of Epic Camp, uh, and we've got the red jersey winner from day one. So we have three jerseys on the camp. We have a yellow jersey for the uh, f- overall leader. We have a pink jersey jersey or pink t-shirt for the leading female and a red jersey for performance of the day uh, and today that was awarded Jeff Roberts um, from Christchurch also from elsewhere in the world as you'll hear in a moment. Um, so welcome along to the show Jeff.
2: Oh thanks John. It's a little bit closer
1: um, yeah. and Jeff, got to tell us uh, firstly wh- where are you from? Uh, people are going to pick it from your accent. I'm not
2: going to say Canvaipu again but it's probably <laughs> just more South Wales um, in between Swansea and Carmarthen. Great. Yeah. And what motivated you to move to New Zealand? Um, oh that's a that's quite a big question because mm-hmm. my first wife passed away in 99 and I did something um which a lot of people probably wouldn't have done, brought three kids to the uh, other side of the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, but so I arrived here in 2001 with um 17 pieces of luggage and three children. Um the older child Went back, yeah, <laughs> and the three of us stayed here and wow. um, worked through the process to stay here. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so um, it's been yeah, it's been it's been fun and games. Yeah, yeah. I had lots of ideas to start with. I didn't even start running until I was mid forties, mm-hmm. and then um, yeah, through a lot of um, other little issues like um, knee problems, I did quite a few marathons, probably in a short period of time, which probably wasn't a very great idea. Yeah. Um, and I did, um, um, in the end, uh, after the results of my scan, I met um, John Hellemans and he suggested that I um, balanced up my running with cycling. And I thought, um, oh, triathlon might be a good, a good sport to get into. <laughs> um, but the only problem with that, I couldn't swim. So I had to learn to swim. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it's been a challenge, but it's been a great challenge. And I, I just love, uh, I've done a couple of Ironmans and quite a few halves. Um, yeah. yeah, um, everybody in the family thinks I'm mad, yep. but very supportive. Um, but, then, but
1: then last year, when ran a, uh, half marathon, a marathon with your daughter?
2: Yes, yes, yeah, we did, um, she wanted to do one, uh, she's nothing like a father, I've done 30 odd, but <laughs> she wanted to do one, and um, so I coached her through that, and, um, yeah, she, she did her first one in about, um. Five hours, I think it was. It was a pretty cool experience, running with your daughter. Brilliant. Very good. A um, lot of training sessions. She wasn't very happy with me a few <laughs> times. and I was telling her what she needed to do, because yeah. I know what it's like to get to the 35k mark, and uh, you just want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to, yeah, just forget. But, um, yeah, she she plowed through. Um, we had a couple of long ri- runs. And, um, yeah, she ploughed through in the end five hours. And she's not going to do another one. Yeah. <laughs> so you've obviously seen me going
1: off on camps in different parts of the world. And, and I know you're keen to come and do the Kona camp at some stage. Yes. Uh, you've been off to do Challenge Roth yourself with um, with a group over there. Yeah. So what was your, your motivation to come and do, you know, this full Monty when it's a, it's a pretty big beast you're taking on?
2: It is, yeah. Um, I mean, the reason why I d- I'm doing it is because um, it was available and mm. there was no travel because um, we were supposed to have a family holiday this year um, for my 60th, which mm-hmm. is in January. Um, but we were supposed to go to New York for Christmas, and then we were gonna, um, I know uh, you know it's cold at Christmas in New York, yeah, yeah. but then we were gonna take an internal flight to Miami and have a cruise out to the Bahamas, and that was what we were gonna do. Um, but because all that's canned because of COVID, um, we, we, you know, I decided, oh, I've gotta go and do something else. Yeah. Um, Kona was always on my on the horizon for me. I would never be able to um, enter it um, through, um, <laughs> through winning any races, but yeah. um, I, w- I would have loved to have gone on a camp just to experience the situation. I know you've been out there quite a few times, and that, that would have been um, what I would have liked to have done. Um, so this epic camp came up, and I thought... Why not go for it
1: so thinking back a couple of days or last you know the build up for this what what were your main reservations going
2: in Uh, or what was not
1: your reservations what was most
2: worrisome for you um yeah i guess um as a slower athlete if you like um keeping up i suppose um was one of the um worries that he had um but he you know i mean luckily for you john you've um, <laughs> you've opened it up to um, not only front park athletes so um, <laughs> so it's you've always got somebody around you which was great and yeah. i thought you know yeah that's, that's the best way to do it
1: so you're, you're one day in um today we had a pretty big first opening day we did an aquathon a, about a 1.3k swim and a 5k run and then we had a 150k ride which was um pretty challenging in parts but more so than i anticipated it was It was a really warm day for this time of the year it wasn't like it was crazy hot but we're just not used to a bit of heat so uh it was getting pretty toasty out there so what was your approach today and and did
2: you sort of stick to your game plan well it worries me a bit john because for you to say it is pretty tough it must have been pretty tough (laughs) so um yeah i mean um yeah i thought well the swim is always my achilles heel because i've only been swimming for five years um and uh, I thought, well, yeah. You know, I look at those little boys out there and I think, Oh God, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> um and John Tang in Cheek said it was, you know, eight hundred meters, but it turned out to be one point two for me. Yeah. Um, which was okay because I ended up um five minutes behind Tracy Barr, who's a much better swimmer than me, so it wasn't too bad. Yeah. Um, jumped on the run. Um Managed to hold 455s, all um, so I could manage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but it was tough, um, yeah. And then, um, but to do that before um, a 150k bike is, a, is 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 a big ask, including a 16k um, time trial. And I did hear people saying, "Well, you know, maybe don't take it too hard." But it's hard not to <laughs> when you when you <laughs> when you're doing a TT. So um and my TT. experiences um, with with John really, i um, giving me um coaching lessons was, um, I always do a TT on the flat normally, and not, that, not that profile. This was this was <laughs> <So> very, <laughs> very
1: net uphill, it wasn't great, there was definitely some climbs, but it was
2: net uphill the whole way. Yeah, so that was quite difficult. Um, but yeah, um, I, I was enjoying myself for a, 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 a majority of, uh, even the big climb, you know, I sort of put a bit of pace into that and I was quite enjoying myself, um, just, you know, grinding away and, and you know, uh, but... Yeah, I I sort of got to a point where I thought, oh my God, starting to, <laughs> <laughs> the wheels were coming off. And, uh, you know, and the thing is, uh, having, done, um, lots of, um, having done lots of, having done lots of long rides leading up to this, um, I don't really like the pressure when you try to keep up with somebody. Yeah. I, and in the end, I just say, oh, hey, listen. Um, Graham, I must say, Graham Woodward was great. He came back for me a couple of times, and in the end, I told him, Graham, carry on, leave me alone, I'm fine. Yeah, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> and, But he was pretty good, fair play to him. Um, so he went, and I never, I never saw him again. Um, and then, yeah, it's just, um, yeah, towards the end of a ride, it just gets... Um, you get over it a bit, yeah, we were out there
1: for quite quite some time. I, think Sixth, I,
2: I was six I was about s- just over six hours yeah yeah so it's, yeah, it was a
1: very, very solid ride. Yeah. Um, and how did you feel at the end of the day? you know once you'd actually got off the bike and we uh, aches and pains
2: <sighs> were you, were you still in one piece? I was still in one piece. Um, uh, the only uh, I left my jandals in my day bag, and somebody told me my day bag was way down the bottom, so I had to climb. I had to go down all those steps like an old man sideways. <laughs> I couldn't approach him head on, <laughs> um, so that was quite difficult. Um, but once I put my jandals on and I started moving around, it was uh, it came it came better. And okay. I've had a little bit of um, a roller session with a with the massage gun. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, yeah, I've walked around a little bit, uh, feel feel a bit better. So Good. Yeah. So, so what, what's
1: your approach for the next couple of
2: days? Yeah, well, um, but John, I did like what you said when you said tomorrow's going to be an easier day, although I don't uh, listen to you much when you say that, because <laughs> it always t- turns out to be a hard day. But, um, yeah, my approach, well, it's a, it's a 100k ride tomorrow, so, um, yeah, I'll probably try and stay with the group towards the back, Um mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and hopefully, if the weather's fine, um, it'll be okay. Um,
1: and what what are you most looking forward to for the rest of the camp? You know, is it anything specific, or it's just trying to get from
2: A to B? i think um i think personally try to get from a to b i've spoken to my wife twice um since i've come here <laughs> <laughs> did
1: you get the SOS it's called mid-ride honey <laughs> I mean, this wasn't such yeah. a good idea
2: <laughs> no um she's pretty good she's great she's supported me in all the marathons i've done she's fantastic but um um yeah she just says hey listen don't do more than one. you know just take it easy just enjoy yourself and she's a good reminder really so um I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not a front park athlete, and I'm not going to kill myself uh, to get, um, you know, to catch people up. I'm, um, I'll, I don't want to be last. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, there is competition, obviously. Um, but yeah, I, I, um, my m- main goal would be camp completion.
1: Um, and final question. So we're part of the the camp, we've got a, a bit of an IE individual medley challenge later on, and a butterfly challenge. Uh, to, to picture Jeff swimming, if you think about someone who's like I've got those really, really tight shoulders <laughs> and uh and God, the, the feet yes. drag a little bit as well. We've got a thousand bands only. I'm not sure if you're gonna attempt that. Uh how much butterfly do you think you can get?
2: Well, um well, I did have a chat with Craig Moore about this. Um Craig did say, um, yeah, he always tells me about my shoulders as well. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm tight. I'm just tight up there. Um the yeah, I mean, I uh, when I did try it um, a couple of weeks ago, um, I was bobbing up and down. I was like <laughs> aqua, aqua jogging. And my legs sank straight away, and and Craig goes, "Jeff, you're not moving." <laughs> and I thought, "What do you mean?" He said, "There is a bit of an act to it, but you have to get that forward momentum going." And I. I thought, oh, God, yeah. So I did try, and I've and been told, as a, as a guy in Graham Condon that does it every time he swims, and he swims every day, but he always does it with fins. Yeah. Um, Hayden, Hayden yeah. Peter, told me that um, try it with a pull boy. Yeah. Um, that sometimes helps. So I've tried always, and it's, um, to be honest with you, to get your arms up as well and over and forward, um, I'd be lucky to do 12 and a half metres. Right, <laughs>
1: there's, there's your benchmark. 12 and a half is the, the B standard, 25 is the A standard. Oh, uh, and the other thing I am looking forward to is if we do any kicking. Uh, one time we had a camp in Nelson and uh, we had a kicking race and there was God. a guy who was probably similar level similar to you and we were looking at him when he was kicking and it looked like he was going backwards. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, so we'll, we'll see how you get on there but no great effort today uh, yeah, the, he got it. the the, the red jersey Dave Dwan Dr Feelgood awarded it because he just saw it. Jeff had a great attitude all day and just kept plugging away and got from A to B which is what it's all about so Brilliant. nice uh, work
2: Dave looked after us really well He's great and
1: yeah. Jeff's yeah. Uh,
2: recently a patron of the
1: show so we're going to have to come up with a nickname for you coming up yeah. so uh, we'll find something there. appropriate <laughs> thanks for your time Jeff okay
2: cheers John so you would have just
1: heard from Jeff Roberts, who was our red jersey winner from day one, and I've got with me Tom Anderson from Wellington. And as you're going to hear, he's also a not a original Kiwi, but uh, so it's a. a who, who won the females jersey today, Tara? I've got to go and, and Nicole, um, Nicola. She, she's a Kiwi, I think. It's great. She's we're going to have we're going to have some international competition uh, in this uh, camp. So Tom took out the yellow jersey, courtesy of going and doing a fairly heroic tack-on. He performed well in the aquathon, uh, managed to hold me off. He was just in front of me. I was like, do I really want to go that deep to catch him? And I decided not to, so he did well there. And then, I'm not sure how you did in the the bike TT, we had a 16k time trial, uh, 20k into our bike ride, and then he decided, while the rest of us were... Kicking back, we'd all done, most of us, a bunch of us, had done a 10k tack on to the bike ride to take it up to 150k's because you get a point for every 30 kilometres you do, and that rounded up to get a point. Um, and then uh, Tyrone said, uh, Tom's gone out to do some bonus points on the run, so you can do a seven by one k um, interval session, and it's based off your 10k time. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, Tom can probably tell us uh, what pace you got to do, but it's not mucking around, uh, you you got to put in a good effort. Now, I did that after all this, and uh, that's got him the yellow jersey. So, Tom, welcome to the show, and well done. Cheers. <coughs>
3: yeah, thanks. It <laughs> was, <laughs> was a stupid idea, looking back on it.
1: <laughs> to, to, tell us where you're, where you're from first, originally. Uh, from and Liverpool,
3: originally, yeah. in the UK. Um, been out in New Zealand now for about three years.
1: Great. What do you do for Crust?
3: Uh, I'm a project manager.
1: Great. So, yeah. And what got you into triathlon to start with?
3: Um... <coughs> I guess it boils down to a dare. While <laughs> I was living in Wales, um, I ended up doing Ironman Tembi as my second triathlon um, and then did 12 months of not touching triathlon when I moved over here um, and then got back into it about two years ago. And I've just kind of worked up and done far too many events within that time.
1: Tell was, us what Tembi's like, because it's a race that I want to go and do one day. Um, could maybe just contrast it to maybe some of the other sort of dot or bigger tries you've done. Um, it's tough
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> there it was probably baptism by fire um, the swim is is awesome um, the the walk down to getting into the water is incredible you've got kind of it, it's almost like an amp- amphitheater Tempe mm. Harbour and you've got people on every possible kind of bit that you can look out into the water and um, they cranked out the the national anthem and it's it's it really is like you're rolling into battle mm. Um and then it's two lap swim, um, Aussie style out halfway. And um then you've got I think one of the longest transitions in Ironman through to the bikes, all uphill, of course. It's like a um,
1: it's a chaos tank, isn't it? Or at least I think
3: it's just shy of a mile, maybe? Yeah. It's quite a long way. Um so much so that you get an extra transition bag, which is it was a lovely pink carrier bag to carry yeah. your your extra shoes and a wetsuit in. Um and then yeah, the bikes, the bike's hilly. Um, there's a couple of good steep bits in there. I think there's there's two climbs that are over 16%. Yeah. And you do each of those twice. Yeah. Um, Right next to the end, which is just cruel. <laughs> I think the final one comes at about 105 miles in. Yeah. Yeah. So you're just shy of the...
1: Do they, yeah. Am I correct that do they take some distance off the marathon at the end to factor in that really really long transition or not? Nah.
4: No,
3: no,
1: no. Yes, and I think the, I think the marathon's got five five or six hundred meters of climbing
3: in it. Nice. You literally just run through the town, which is nice and flat, and then up and down a hill. Yeah, <laughs> four times. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so, what, what was your motivation to to come on this camp? Um, I guess just looking for a challenge um yeah I've kind of stuck with the the half distances after Tembi um and getting faster slowly um had some okay bits and pieces in races last year um did all right and then yeah I guess just looking to kind of push what I can do and see where I break ultimately
1: (laughs) So you're part of the team, Wellington and Amada have come down and uh, decided to take on the camp. So we've got, we've got a big contingent from Christchurch, which is where you know, Bevan and I are from. Um, and then we've got a few others sort of scattered around the country and then we've got a big contingent from Wellington. Um, so I'm sure that they sort of told you about the camp and you went, that sounds great. But how much did you know about what, what you've got yourself in for when you sort of signed up and, and prior to sort of getting all the email barrages from me?
3: Almost nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. I I knew I'd kind of, yeah, poked around on the website a little bit. um, Knew it was Nelson to Bluff over nine days. Um, Yeah, that was
1: about it. I just thought that sounds awesome. Why not? Uh, And how did expectations versus reality day one? um, You probably had a bit of a plan in place, but was it harder, easier, or about what you expected? and, uh, And what was your sort of game plan as you went through the day?
3: um yeah probably went out too hard at the start um kind of made me realize that my sighting definitely needs some work (laughs) wouldn't wouldn't surprise me if i had the longest swim of the day as well yeah (laughs) um the 5k was surprisingly good once i'd warmed up a little bit um and then yeah enjoyed the bike ride i think we we set off pretty quick yeah um and kind of got in and it was at the back of my mind that those bonus points, yeah. so we had a bit of time to kick back. I thought, well,
1: if I don't do it now, then it's probably not going to happen later. So, <laughs> going out hard is a very good strategy in New Zealand. We uh, we have this COVID. Um, go hard, go go early, go hard. Was it go go hard, go early uh, to to sort of get on top of our COVID, and that's the strategy you need in yellow. As you get out in front, and then you just got to defend. Uh, so now you've got to keep an eye on your roommate Tyrone and <laughs> basically you just can out Fox you just gotta keep doing what he does and you stay in front and, <laughs> and so getting in front is great, uh, but then it becomes about defence. So yeah, we'll see we'll see how I you f- I feel like in front's probably a,
3: a bit of a stretch. I think <laughs> there's all of about
1: like what, point two five of a point between us. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there's no events tomorrow. The next day well, hell's gonna break loose. So <laughs> we'll see what happens then. Um, and how's the body feeling after one day?
3: Oh, pretty tired. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's a bit achy. Geez, we're gonna have to wax those legs. Oh, what's all that
3: about? Yeah, yeah there, I've not you? I've not bought into the I've not bought into the cycling shaving
1: legs yet. We've got a couple. There's you and there's Luke as well. There's going to be some. Uh, it could be some of our support crew would have uh, great pleasure in taking some of that hair off. Um, <laughs> so good stuff. <laughs> Awesome. Um, anything in particular you're looking forward to on the rest of the camp? Other than finishing. Yeah. Good. <laughs> um,
3: oh, I think, yeah, Wanaka over to Queenstown is going to be an interesting day. Mm. I'm I'm looking forward to that. Kind of a bit apprehensive. It's a lot of climbing. I'm not sure I've got the right cassette on the back to, to back that up. You'll be right on that day. Um, yeah, I'm not not the lightest person in the world, so climbing is not my forte. Um
1: Oh, hold on, that's right, I remembered something now. How did you feel as we went through the t- today? I don't know what the temperature was, it was probably 21, 22, something like that. E- everybody's pretty much just rolls out in a pair of bike shorts and a short sleeve top. Um Tom's got a, a one of the Epic Camp jerseys, and he's got one of the thicker thermal ones, and he's wearing this, and <laughs> what are you thinking? Uh You must have got toasty in that today.
3: Yeah, I think after about... 10k on the bike i just undid the zip and <laughs> i r- st- rode the rest of the way with it flapping behind me because <laughs> i
1: said i said, to t- I said oh, you, you'll be right you just take it off after 10k and just wear what you've got underneath yeah i haven't got anything underneath so uh, yeah, i'm not not going to make that mistake again good awesome well done on today and um, we'll maybe try to catch up with you later in the camp and uh, see if you're still in yellow yeah fingers crossed thanks for your time Cheers. OK so we're about to start day two, a little bit of drizzle about which was on the forecast uh, so everybody's jacketing up but and unfortunately when you jack it up you cover up what you're wearing underneath and we've got the collector's edition uh, bike jersey from the mountain snail John Hancock and I've just noticed, I, I talked. you would have heard when I talked to Tom Anderson yesterday, there's going to be a bit of waxing happening on this camp and we've got another Wellingtonian here with... Uh, Legs that need a little attention. Oh, quite so hairy legs. John the Mountain <laughs> Snail Hancock, welcome
5: along. How's it going? How oh, hello, listeners. Back for the fourth time. <laughs> wow, great.
1: And you've got your team Wellington here. So, did it take much convincing? You've got, how many have you got? Probably six or seven or eight?
5: Yeah, it's the most bizarre form of um, leadership here. So, <laughs> as the weakest rider from Wellington, I seem to have inspired 10 other
1: people to come on the camp. <laughs> yeah. And you've clearly given them a bit of inside word because after day one, uh, two, two of the, the points, Jersey's both uh, in the hands of Wellingtonians. So, any uh, advice there?
5: Um, uh, either that or I haven't. Taught them how to judge their (laughs) 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 judge their week so they'll all explode spectacularly. Just go,
1: (laughs) God. Just this this morning I I sent a message out on WhatsApp to say. if you, if you want to tack on, you can, uh, you know, it might be sensible to go out early this morning. And so I've just seen people riding past the front of the motel, tacking on early. So we're due to start at 8 o'clock and there's already people out there getting their their bonus K's in nice and early. Any, any tack-ons for you today, John? Uh, not today. Um, no swimming, so <laughs> <I think> <laughs> I'll <laughs> just leave it. Yeah, yeah, God. <laughs> he's, he's, I think you're probably the, probably the third or fourth, probably the fourth fastest No, I think Ricky, Ricky's quicker than me. Yeah, so me and Tyrone... <laughs> Someone's just going up and down in front of the hotel. The hotel. <laughs> They're just doing 1K circuits. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, okay, so you, you signed up for the camp. What, you, you've done other ones in the past, and you're not so much into the tries now. You're sort yeah. of a, a breaker expert. That's um, right. So the
5: cycling's a bit of a bit of a challenge. I haven't done much longish cycling for, oh, I don't know, nearly five years now, so... Yeah so we <laughs> we got so I was so terrified by this. We've actually had a training program from one of the local coaches in Wellington to get me ready for the camp. Yeah. Um which is a camp for nothing because there's, yeah. <laughs> there's nothing after it. So yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's been great actually. I've enjoyed the I've enjoyed the cycling. I've enjoyed being attacked by Magpies again, which I haven't done for a few years. Um <laughs> Uh, lost a bit of weight that I put on during lockdown um, mm-hmm. it's been great to have a bit of structure as well you know we've all got a bit sort of bit listless through the, the whole everything's cancelled phase of life mm. um, yeah no, it's been great fun actually and I've never cycled the west coast as well I mean we drive this way going down to Wanaka all the time but um, uh, good old road chip South Island <laughs> South Island chip uh, actually my bike profile it's actually got the chip on it you know it's such <laughs> right. a such a massive chip uh, <laughs> <laughs> I
1: swear, this person, I'm going to find out who it is. It's the third time she's ridden <laughs> past the front of the motel. Um, okay, so and you're on this camp with your wife. Um, was that your idea or her idea?
5: That was my idea. So, um, initial reaction from wife, not so keen, because it clashes with a mountain bike race. Um, then she realised that there was structure to it and lots of things to tick off and then she got really enthusiastic. Mm. Uh, She's a much better cyclist than me, so that's really humiliating. That's all right. (laughs) (laughs) She seems to be having a good time.
1: (laughs) Uh, Have you discussed uh, at all... How things are going to pan out later in the camp when fatigue starts to kick in and uh, tensions start to rise a little bit? Or you think you're both going to be chilled out enough that it's going to be okay? Oh, we're
5: pretty chill. We're pretty. I mean, Mandy's done heaps of these multi-day events. She's done mm. four week-long mountain biking events, mm. um, so she's far more experienced than me. Um, and I'm just a doormat, John. So I'll just <laughs> basically do what I'm told. <laughs> Great. Um, and what are
1: you? What are you? I know you, said you haven't got anything after this. And, and I often tell people. The camps are an event; like they're not a training yeah. necessarily. You can use them as a bit a building block if you want to, but the, the camps themselves are a lifetime sort of experience. Um, so, what are you sort of hoping to
5: to come out the other end with? Um, well, I did want to get a bit fitter actually. I've got a bit bit tubby over lockdown, so that's good. I can get into a lot more shirts now, so that's <laughs> that's that's quite helpful. Um, and I might do a, a long swim next season um, yeah. in the in the summer. So that I mean that the sort of psychology of training on a structure. Uh, that has been quite good to get back into that because I'll have to do some serious volume. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then you've got to pack
1: that. all your pounds back. Are you going to do wetsuit swim or non-wetsuit swim? No, no, swim? Non, non-wetsuit. So yeah. then you have to pack the pounds back on, aren't you? Well, I don't think that'll be a problem. <laughs> 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 it seems to happen quite easily. <laughs> oh, very good. Yeah. Uh, and how did you find day one? So we, we Day did, one.
5: Yeah. Um, uh, lovely. I enjoyed the aquathon. That was fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Nice extra, extra distance swim. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. Just for you. Um, then... Uh, I mean, the biking is a bit sorer than I'd expected because we done heaps getting ready for this. Um, got sort of slightly sore ass, sore feet. <laughs> um, but I mean, again, lovely, and the Buller River's gorgeous. I mean, you know, and I've never cycled that road from Nelson to Golden Downs. So we always come the other way round from mm. Golden Bay. So that was when '88. What's it called? 88 River... 88, 88 uh, Valley Road, Valley, I think it was. Yeah, R- River, River Valley Road, yeah. which somebody posted on my blog last night. I said, why is it called 88 River Valley Road? And somebody posted, it's a trig point mar- marker from Army Surveillance. Nice. So there you go, the extended IM
1: Talk community, Melrider, bringing it in. So it's a beautiful ride. So if you're ever in this area, you get to Wakefield, stop off at the Wakefield Bakery. We had uh, muffins there that were outstanding. Uh, and then you turn left, and this road sort of takes you... Um, a, A back road towards Sinanad, which is a beautiful spot, but there is and there was plenty of climbing along the way. So, what's your approach today? Uh, We've got a 100k ride and uh, about a 12 to 13k run, just uh, steady. So, uh, mountain snarling yesterday, (laughs) did you get past much on the downhills or not? Uh, Yes. Yes. Well, actually, I was at the back anyway, so right. <laughs> I did not by that many people. <laughs> oh, wow. Well. we'll see you out there today. Awesome. John's got to get ready to go because he's going in uh, seven minutes' time. We might catch up with him later on the camp. So cool, cool. Uh, have fun out there. Great. Righty-ho, we have done and dusted with day two, and I thought to mix things up, we'd get one of our support crew on. You guys have heard from him before, Dr. Feelgood Dave Dwan. Welcome along to the show.
6: Thanks, Johnny. Good to be here.
1: Um, so Dave's made his way back. He's now residing in uh, Kona for big chunks of the year, and he had to go through two weeks of um, hotel quarantine on the way back through. So, what the hell was that like?
6: Well, it was okay. Uh, this is this, that'll be. I've done that six weeks in quarantine this year. So I came back in April, two weeks in. Went back in June, two weeks in, and back here now another two weeks. But this is probably the hardest one because I could couldn't do as much and. I had to get all my food in from Countdown because it was shit food, but I survived. Did some studies, passed some exams I was doing, so it was good. Just exercising
1: was obviously pretty tough.
6: Well, yes and no. I had a, I was allotted a, lot a forty-five minute walk every day, which I did, and then every ninety minutes I'll be on the YouTube doing five minutes of core stretching, yoga, something every ninety minutes just to keep me. and oh, As you can tell, oh mm-hmm. sorry, listeners, I'm looking really good at the moment.
1: <laughs> it's <tastes> looking amazing. <laughs> Um, what's Kona, Kona life
6: like? Really Co- nice.
1: Contrast it to, li- to living in New Zealand compared to, say, Kona.
6: Okay. The, the difference is I wear shorts and t-shirt all day, every day. I wake mm-hmm. up, it's 18 degrees. I go for a swim in the ocean without a wetsuit. Uh, fresh fruit, fresh vegetables, uh, am a scooter down at Leakey Drive, Costco's got some good deals. The only thing that's missing is, uh, family and friends. So mm-hmm. when I come back here, I get all of that, but I don't get the warm weather. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's the that's the biggest one.
1: And what's the impact been? You know, it was obviously, about well it was a few weeks ago it should have been Ironman, it should have been February, um, but it sounds like things are picking up a little bit now for just, Kona.
6: Just recently, just the last few weeks, they've allowed the new COVID system, which is, yep. which is now they're saying that if you have a negative test when you leave the mainland. And you arrive in Kona you get a test done there and it's a 20 minute test so there's a bit of a delay but if you get a clear test there you can go in on the big island without any two weeks quarantine there's no inter-island travel they still have to do two weeks quarantine but if you're coming from the mainland with a clear test have another clear test you're there and i th- i was talking to someone two days ago and some there's about 17,000 people just hit the big island in the last few weeks mm, which is great. good because they needed it
1: fingers crossed we iron man later in the year yeah um, or later next year so I don't know how many epic camps you've done, um, oh. but
6: uh, it's been a fair few, and you've two thousand and five. We talked about this stuff. we were in Australia, but we did one before that here, didn't we? I think
1: uh, two thousand and five was the first one that I ever did. So you might have done the one before there. Yeah, I can't remember. So this camp's quite different. We're only into day two, and uh, and everyone's still pretty excited and, and having having a good time. Today, we had a pretty moderately rough day with the weather. It was a lot of rain and drizzle and. But it was fairly warm so and, and nobody was moaning and groaning. It wasn't coming in from the ride going, that was shit. The scenery <laughs> was, was just awesome in that, uh, and the profile wasn't too bad and we all made pretty good time um, and we had a spectacular run later on. Um, but you've seen other camps, you know, how does this sort of contrast to, to what you've sort of seen when we've got, you know, normally mid to front of the Packers, as opposed to here we've got the full gambit from front of the Packers to, not, not back of the Packers, but we've got a, you know, um, a, a much bigger spread than we normally yeah, would do. Yeah, it's,
6: it's I think the easiest way today was the best day, because I, I was tailing and Charlie after we turned off for the Westport, uh, and following you guys was a breeze, because you, you're quick and um, I could stop and let traffic pass, but then I'd be back on your tail and went really fast. But when compare that with the tail and Charlie duties of the slower group, it is quite a little bit more mundane. Mm. But what I'm seeing here is uh, there's a whole atmosphere or attitude of we can do this. And so there's a whole lot of camaraderie getting on there. We can get in the bunch and get things done. Uh, I think for me it's 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 easier this time because there's more on the ground crew as well, mm-hmm. so we've got more supporters this time, and and of course one of them would that, have to that, be your darling wife Belinda, and she is just, just ace, amazing. Ace. Oh hi Belinda, she's, <laughs> she's so stunning. But it has made mate for me, like I said this morning, normally I'll be up at half past four putting the coffee on, but they're doing that now, so it's yeah. it's really good, and the bags are getting sorted out, so it's it's much easier for me. I'm loving it.
1: Yeah, good. No, it's it's a really quite a different vibe to normal. So on on a traditional camp. Um, lot of, sort of alpha guys normally going pretty hard at the points competition and the points competition so far both on the males and the female side I would say is fairly competitive but it's a different sort of competitive to what we normally see and uh, and everybody's, I was really surprised today so we we did a, a 100k ride um, backing up after a pretty tough first day and then we had a 12 to 13 kilometre run and uh, the to, to get from A to B that was all you had to do but the majority of people went out there and did uh, their 7x1 kilometre reps during the run. Um, and to, to get the top level points, so you get three points, you had to do those 7x1k within 15 seconds of your 10k race pace. Uh, if you want two points, it was within 25 seconds, and three points was within 35 seconds. So. Um, did I say that right? For, so the, the, to get the one point was relatively easy. Two, you kind of had to push a bit, and the level one, then it was, um, yeah, you're going reasonably firmly, and oh, yeah. most people went out and did it, which was, it was uh, really, surprising. really surprising.
6: When the guys who were running together, they actually all said that this guy was going a bit quicker, so it made me go a little bit quicker. So just, and they were really quite surprised how how they did maintain it. I mean, he, even Ian Woods, for God's sake, he was mm-hmm. he was saying, you know, it was a bit hard to start with, then I got in the groove, and so it, yeah, it all came out well. And so you have got to factor in. Big day
1: yesterday, big day, and people are still able to go out and do some pretty tough one-kilometer reps, and uh, and we've still got seven days to go. So everyone seems to be holding up pretty well. Um, what are you What are you looking forward to most on this camp? You know the the, the route we're taking reasonably well. Um, are there any things in particular that you're sort of looking forward to? to a yourself and B um, how the athletes are sort of going to handle
6: things. I think for me, going through Hokitika, hometown, there's going to be a mm. big buzz. Not tomorrow, or the next day. I think also going to Haast and seeing the um, helicopter-sized um, mosquitoes <laughs> and sand flies yet again. <laughs> That's the reason no one lives here because they get picked up and carried away. That's so <laughs> bloody big. Getting to Wanaka to spend some time with PJ um, Gallagher. But for the athletes, I think making sure that they can – get on the road each and every day, that they've got enough food, enough good attitude, enough strength to just get out there and have a good crack at it. And completion is the goal for everybody. So I think that's what I'm trying to encourage everyone to just get out and have a good crack at it. I think there will be challenged challenge tomorrow coming out of Westport with a few hills. And definitely um, Bluff Hill is going to be a, a real challenge for some of them if they want to do it. It is indeed. Um, yeah, so
1: tomorrow, I'm not sure when you guys eventually hear this, but so we've had day one, we've had day two, day three we have... Uh, We'll probably talk about this a little bit later on, so you'll probably hear later in the episode. We're doing a couple of elimination races, um, and then we're going to be biking... 115 Ks with some hills, but the weather forecast is atrocious. Yeah. <laughs> and we are going to get very, very wet uh, if it's accurate. So that's going to be another pe- test of people's fortitude is, is how they handle that. Um, because it's probably not going to be crazy cold, but it's going to be very, very wet. So it should be good times. We'll catch up with you later on, Dave. But uh, just
6: one last thing. I think you, you said the right thing today. Um, the people are, that who we wouldn't expect it to have been really pushing through are finding another level like mm. like Helen today, she got dropped off. She put a jacket on, just crunched it through, and just you know. And I think so where I'm seeing a lot of guys just finding things inside themselves they didn't know were there, and which is mm. really p- quite positive. Awesome, love your work, Dave. Done, Sorry. Thank you. Rock and roll.
1: Okay, team, uh, we have now finished. This has become a blur, I think it's day three today, and uh, we got wet. So today we rode from a place called Westport, or just near Westport, called Carter's Bay, a quite Carter's Beach. We, done a, we did a little event first up, what I'm going to talk about later in the show, where we did a, an elimination running event and then an elimination swimming event. Uh, and then we backed that up with a 112 kilometre ride from Carters Beach down to Greymouth on the west coast of New Zealand. And it's called the wet coast quite often, and it was very wet today. Uh, we had a bit of bit up and down. Um, but it really bucketed down with uh, a lot of rain uh, which just went on and on and on um, but on the plus side uh, and I'm not moaning at all because we're really grateful for what we're doing uh, we had a tailwind which is great so tailwind raining but and it was also reasonably warm so it was uh, yeah it was most people seem to have an enjoyable day and I, I said to somebody I'd rather ride with a tailwind and rain than run uh, than ride into a headwind when it's bloody freezing, which might be what we get tomorrow. <laughs> so go with me, Paul Watt. Um, he's been on a previous Kona camp, 70, uh, sort of the 70.3 camp, and he's done a few other bits and bobs around the place. So welcome along, Paul. Hold that nice, up nice and close. Yep, cheers, thanks. Um, so I've, you've done a few other bike tours and stuff in different parts of the world, haven't you, as well as sort of tri-camps?
4: Not so much tours, but, I, but I've done events uh iceland yeah um where else have i been uh, you've
1: done a few new zealand sort
4: of uh, oh we've got a group of mates that that um try and pick a different road each year and ride part of it so the roads we're riding on this tour we rode about three years ago but not all in one tour we broke it up into three right um so i've, I've seen all these roads before um must say, it hasn't been as wet as it <laughs> is today. <laughs> we, well, it's really cool today, though. We got the true West Coast experience, and, and it's a day we'll remember. Yeah. It, totally. was, it wasn't tough riding Yeah, um, because it wasn't cold. Uh-huh. Um, but you see a different side of the West Coast with the, uh, all those little waterfalls and yeah.
1: and, uh, and it's quite um, mystical looking. I, I really enjoyed it. Oh, the stunning scenery because the, the waves were just pumping in and the, it's a really, really rugged coastline. So just tell us a little bit about yourself for the listeners, you know, where you're from and what you kind of do in terms of um, athletically and what you've done in the past. Yeah, sure, sure. So a uh, long
4: time, a lifetime ago, I, I had a running background. Um and through wear and tear, that's actually hammered me now. Um, so I took up triathlon as a challenge in my forties. Um, I couldn't swim at all at that stage. Um, John will probably argue that I still can't swim, but <laughs> but I get to the end, and it's not pretty, but uh, I fight the water. Uh, but I love I love triathlon because I like the um, like minded people, positive yeah. people, uh, and and it's a sport you can challenge yourself without having to be on the podium if you like yeah. yeah so i've done everything from the sprints through to um ironman and now i'm at the age uh, i just pick cool events mm. um, such as i've been did a half in iceland mm. i've did escape from alcatraz and this type of thing is another bucket list uh, mm. event uh.
1: so what you know in terms of um what you want to try to get out of this um you know 10-day adventure um what what was your sort of primary reason for for wanting to sign up Sure, so
4: uh, um, it gave me a target for the year, I mean it's been a crap year for everyone, Mm. Um, and it gave me a real focus on biking, Mm. um, to get my biking stronger and it it has worked for me. Mm. I I got a good programme coming into this and I'm feeling really comfortable on the bike. Mm. Um, uh, My goal is completion for the camp, I'm not Mm. too worried about... um, points because I'm not at the pointy end of that anyway and I can't run Uh, uh, as say so I'm missing out on points there Um, so I'm doing a few extra k's on the bike uh, which my legs are fine my butt mm. (laughs) I'm I'm pretty sure my butt's going to give out before my legs (laughs) yeah
1: very good Um, and so far you know for three days in has it been about what you expected harder easier Um, I mean the first day was a tough day um because
4: it was hot i mean god got it wrong he gave us all our sunlight hours on the first day (laughs) and now we're not going to get any more (laughs) but um but i loved it because it was a challenge um Mm. and and you know doing that 16k time trial just took the edge out of your legs before Mm. we hit the hills so even though it was a tough day i got in feeling really quite satisfied with my Mm. effort um, what did we do yesterday? Oh, that was a beautiful ride, and this yeah. is one
1: of the reasons why I get people to do a blog. Uh, so you get yeah. bonus <laughs> points for doing blog because everything does become a blur. What did I do that day? And
4: uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yesterday we went um, uh, from Murchison to Westport, mm. and it's a gorgeous part of the country. You know, mm. like yeah, it's, it's stunning. Oh, we were really lucky to be we mm. able to see this. Um, so that was uh, again, we pushed along a little hard that day. So mm. certainly at the end of the day, I, I knew I had ridden. Whereas today I got off the bike feeling oh, I could perhaps should
1: have added on that extra 8 <laughs> k <laughs> which I did. So the, at the end of the ride today we'd had a tailwind all day and we ride past the accommodation and we had to do an extra 74 kilometres, and the, the, ta- the tailwind was picking up and picking up I was like, we're going to ride three and a half to four k's down the road and turn around and have to ride the last part of the ride into the headwind, which we did, and it wasn't fun, but we got the job yeah, done. and we were wet and cold. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. Well, no, yeah. wasn't so cold today. Yeah. It was quite, wasn't too bad. Not too bad. Okay, um, okay what, what do you foresee as the biggest challenges going forward for the rest of the camp for yourself?
4: Uh, oh, just keeping the body... In a state to hit the last day. I want to give um, Crown Range a good nudge. Yeah, um, Crown Range
1: for, for non Kiwis is uh, it's a gentle climb, but it go I don't know it probably goes up to about f- I don't know twelve thirteen hundred metres. Uh, it's a pretty decent decent climb. The descent on the other side is quite long too. So yeah, it's horrible, like a it's like a it's like a mountain pass in
4: Europe. Yeah, yeah. So so that um, and. and Bluff climb, of course, Um, stomp up that, Um, get in the van at the top, don't want to
1: really ride down it. (laughs) Bluff Hill, you're going to hear a bit more talk about this. It's uh, it's 2.3 kilometres, I think. The average is only 12%, which doesn't give it justice because it's 25% in places. And I too am a little concerned about the downhill as well as the uphill because my smaller ski has been getting quite a bit of work in the last few days. And I'm going (laughs) to say nothing compared to Bluff Hill yeah
4: so i'm a little, I'm a little frustrated i can't run so mm. you know like um it's i, I, I don't mind my own company going out on the bike and mm. listening a bit of music but um I feel i'm missing out on a little bit of the yeah the, of the camp culture by not being able to run but uh, but I still, it, it's great to be part of it. Um,
1: yeah. So you're doing a few aqua bikes now. How do you sort of find that compared to, to just sort of doing tries? Does it give you the same, like do you smash yeah. it on the bike or does it give you that same feeling? Well, you think you, you would. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh.
4: <laughs> um, so you do. You probably finish a lot stronger than you would on a bike. I mean, when yeah. you've probably got 15K to go in a... 120k aqua bike maybe if you knew you have to run you, you you just loosen the legs a little bit but um yeah you just keep pumping because mm. you know you only have to walk across the finish line yeah uh, and and like it's great i embrace the, the the people that are having aqua bikes because for broken down old middle-aged men like me it's um mm. it's it keeps us in the sport mm. yeah uh, so long may it continue
1: yeah awesome I can smell cooking, I don't think it's our dinner quite yet, but it's uh, it's on its way, there's quite a bit of eating happening, That that's sort of starting to ramp up, it was first couple of days people were a bit controlled and now it's just slowly <laughs> starting to ramp up, which yeah. is great. Food is great. Yeah, uh, anything else Paul, in terms of what, any highlights so far, only three days in, um, but anything else sort of that's been happening on the camp of interest? Yeah,
4: a good bunch of people. Mm. Um, everyone obviously read, uh, read the blog that said no dickheads. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, and so so far so good. Um, I, I know it's only day three, and by day six or seven, um, ask me again, and I yeah. might have a different perspective. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I people are a bit like me, I think, being conservative in these first few days and maybe might push my limits a little bit more in the next few days just to see what I can do Mm. uh, you know without tipping over the edge Um, so uh, uh, to get on the bike on that first day was great just to get started and Mm. and so now we're in it um, I'm feeling really comfortable with it
1: good you're on fire thanks for your time Paul no problems righty-ho team we've got a a camper who you may have heard from before he's done one or two camps for Ian Wood from Christchurch his wife, Zani, are we listening in very closely? So, day three done and dusted, Ian. You've uh, remind listeners um, where you're from, where you live, kind of what you do and your, your, your sort of background, and what camps you've been on. Geez, a lot of questions to kick off yeah, in one. Yeah.
7: one. I, um, I'm from Christchurch, but as you, you can probably tell, not originally. I've been, been here 21 years, even though it sounds as though I got off the plane last week. <laughs> um, been doing... I started off triathlons kind of probably fifteen or so years ago. Um, tried a bit of multi sport, couldn't kayak, tried a bit of triathlon, couldn't swim and done a couple <coughs> to four Iron Man's, a few 70.3s blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Being on, as you know, John, been on Epicamp Light three times and this mm-hmm. is my second biggie full full Epicamp.
1: So last one was France twenty sixteen. Yep. Yeah. Um you got a, quite a compliment on your swim today, I think somebody said. Kylie gave you a compliment on your
7: swim. I think it's all relative compared yeah. to my normal swimming. Well, so actually, it was. I was pleasantly surprised. I, th- I thought. As you know, we had a 200-metre warm-up and then 50-metre mm. elimination, so I thought my total swim today was going to be 250 <laughs> metres. But I was sorely totally disappointed. Um, no, actually, it was. I was pleasantly surprised at how well it Finished went. Finished
1: probably in the top third, I would have thought. I was fourth. Fourth, there fourth you go. overall,
7: nearly on the podium.
1: So I think the compliment was you'd, you'd said to Kylie, I can't swim. And, uh, and then <laughs> you went swimming today and she said, y- "And you can swim, Somebody else on the camp, they can't sorry, <laughs> they, they were being honest.
7: Um, that would be Jeff, yeah, so I'm sure Jeff, you'll hear from Jeff later. Jeff, Jeff <laughs>
1: I think it was the first up interview you heard probably earlier today. Oh, right. um, so what was the motivation for you? You know, you, you've done France, so you kind of, most of the people on this camp don't know what they've got getting getting themselves in for, mm. uh, and get a bit of a shock to the system maybe when they don't really know the points and it yeah. uh, gets a bit competitive, so what was the drive for you to come along?
7: Well, France was, it really was an experience of a lifetime, and I'd I'd certainly said I was going to do another epic camp, uh, to be perfectly honest, would love to have gone to France or Italy or anywhere else, but Mm. circumstances this year mean it was here, but... So far I'm certainly not regretting it, I mean, the weather's shit, but (laughs) um, it's been absolutely superb so far. I mean, I'm sure a number of your interviewees have said that probably the, uh, the type of people on the camp is not your normal epic camp. Crew, but doesn't take anything away from how hard it is and how hard you push yourself. So it's been equally as good as previous ones I've been on.
1: So, what was your advice? Yeah, you know, we had, uh, I saw your blog on day one and it was, Hi, my name's Ian. This is when we, everybody introduces themselves and you gave people a little bit of a tip on first, you know, the, the first up campers. You gave them some tips. To maybe enlighten us yeah. what your tip was and, and whether you've been instigating that uh-huh. yourself. Yeah,
7: yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, On France, uh, day one, there was a lot of testosterone flying around (laughs) and I got sucked into that and we were climbing up Mont Ventoux and we probably had 100 plus k's of climbs and pretty full-on riding prior to that and I absolutely detonated about 2k up however many kilometres Mont Ventoux is and I think you did the same, John. Mm -hmm. Um, So my piece of advice was to take it easy on day one it's a long camp mm-hmm. and if you burn all your matches on day one it's an even longer camp so that was my one piece of advice and then on day one i went balls out and went far too hard and <laughs> s- uh, completely ignored my advice
1: but you've come out the other side <laughs> yep and you're fine like i think you blasted the the t- the bike tt as well didn't you
7: yep yeah yeah, yeah. And, uh, um, no, I actually I went hard, but I actually didn't detonate this time, so yeah. I'm feeling pretty good. And I you've been mean,
1: riding with the the big big boys the big in the boys, front row. I've
7: been hanging off the back of the big boys, but I'm yeah. still still there and haven't exploded yet. So no, I'm surprisingly because th- one of the motivations for doing the camp was to motivate me to do some training. <laughs> that didn't happen very <laughs> well, did it? That didn't happen. So I'm <laughs> quite surprised that I'm actually still surviving at this point, but. We're three days in out of nine, so there's a long way mm. to go. If you speak to me day nine, I'll see if I'm still saying the same thing. Uh,
1: and on day two at the start of the ride, Yeah, um, you didn't have an incident. Um, any advice, if you're going to pass on any advice to anybody on taking jackets off early in bike rides? <laughs> uh, because you had to, I, it, was, it was partly my fault, because we, we, it was one of those days it was going to be raining on and off again I elected to go for a uh, just a gilet, so you know, a sleeveless jacket with with nice warm arm warmers. And I thought, even if I get a bit wet, I think it's going to be coming and going. A jacket's just going to get too hot. You elected after about five k to put a jacket on, and, mm. and nearly paid a fairly heavy price for that.
7: Yes, I I faffed around uh, on the start line thinking gilet a jacket. So I went gilet like you, thinking mm. it wasn't going to be too bad. And then very quickly it started pissing down. So I thought. Oh, I'll put on a jacket. And Murray had stopped to put on his jacket. So I went, I thought, oh, perfect opportunity. I'll stop and put on my jacket. And Murray and I can work together to come back to the bunch. And I I stopped and Murray buggered off. And, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Murray being Murray would have done like a two-second transition. Yes, indeed. He would have had it all ready and boom, he's off.
7: Yes, and I was trying to zip my gilie into my jacket and vice versa. So it took me forever. And then I had about 15 minutes of it trying to catch you guys because we were the obviously yeah. the last group to leave so if I hadn't got you I would have been a very long and lonely ride so my piece of advice there is doesn't matter if it's weight <laughs> uh, if you <laughs> want to put on a jacket you're better being with the, the bunch and getting a bit of weight exactly
1: um okay so what are you looking forward to for the for the rest of the camp
7: I haven't actually looked to see what there is, oh, right. to be perfectly honest, John. Yeah. I followed your advice. You said cursory look through. Mm-hmm. what's So I know we're going to Bluff and we're mm-hmm. going via various places. So I'm actually really looking forward to get up Bluff Hill. I, I think that is going to be an ultimate challenge on a time trial bike. So mm. um, I don't know if I'll – as you – I did ask you if it was doable and you said it was tryable. So <laughs> that is, yeah, that's good enough for me.
1: So what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to um, – Once we get back, I'll have to put a a link to the Tour of Southland. That's our Mm. sort of main bike tour in New Zealand and they go up Bluff Hill pretty much every year Um, just so you guys, because you're going to hear a lot about it over the next uh, couple of weeks, uh, just so you guys can actually see what Bluff Hill looks like. Uh, And when you see, they're not you know, Tour de France type riders but they're top, you know, um, sort of regional riders through New Zealand and Australia and you see them sort of zigzagging their way Mm. up there. Uh, But it can be done. Last camp we had, uh, when we did this... Uh, Douglas Scott from Auckland, Ironman athlete, he managed to flip off the back of his bike. It was so <laughs> steep that he actually uh, pulled his handlebars up so hard that he flipped, flipped over backwards. So hopefully we're not doing that. Awesome. Um, but yeah, I was. Uh, I think I was following you today, and I think you were in your second smallest gear, and we weren't going up a very steep hill, and I was in my smallest gear. Mm, thinking, yes, mm. I
7: think it may be a challenge.
1: Yeah. Awesome. What are you drinking tonight, Ian?
7: A um, Stoke APE. So we started off the... Yeah. Um, Epicamp in Nelson, and I believe Stoke is a local Nelson
1: brewery. Brilliant. It is tasty stuff, Mm. and so much so that uh, your roommate even offered me one, which is great. Awesome. Thanks, Ian. We might catch up with you later in the camp.
7: Cool. Thanks, John.
0: here, We are back, and so hopefully you guys are feeling pretty inspired by those people, and I think what's really cool about this camp in comparison to maybe some of the earlier camps you did is it's – sure, you've got some faster people there, John, but it's a bit more of an everyday athlete kind of camp, isn't it?
1: It is Indeed. And I was what was going to be intriguing for me was when it was time to go hard. Like, oh, I've got no doubts all these athletes are providing the body stays in shape. They're going to make the, the distance and they're going to complete the camp. Yep. What I was unsure about is whether they were going to go after the points competition and probably more specifically how much effort was going to be put into the, the events. Yeah. And the day before of day one, I said, I suggest you take it pretty gently in the, the aquathon on the first day. There was no, there was no holding back. I, I was the last person to start. Had a, I completely cocked up the swim? If people follow me on Facebook, you see me making this right angle turn. I completely cocked it up, uh, and so I was having to try to run people down. There was a lot of huffing and puffing going on. Really, really good efforts. And uh, each day, you know, on day two. You know, you've you've got the option of inserting these bonus points. So so there's one for seven by one kilometer at at certain time intervals. And to get three points, you've got to work pretty hard uh, to do that. And like half the camp went out there and did seven by one k the day day two after racing on day one. And then on day three this morning, we did an elimination race, and it's which was basically running 500 meters. Three people get eliminated every 500 meters. And athletes were turning themselves inside (laughs) out, uh, which was brilliant. And then we went to the pool, did the same thing, and it was like max effort every 50 to try to not get eliminated. So every 50 in the pool, one person would get eliminated. Uh, And so the attitude of the athletes is is outstanding. So really looking forward to the next six days, and uh, hopefully we'll get some drier weather, but um, so far so good.
0: It's an interesting insight, isn't it, because – You know, one thing as a coach, when you're dealing with lots of different abilities, uh, speed doesn't always necessarily mean someone's not as a hard athlete. Uh, And I, I think of my running my half marathon group, you know, I've got some people who aren't necessarily the fastest half marathoners. But I tell you what, if you wanted someone for effort on your team, you'd always pick them first. You know, there's just some people who may not necessarily be the fastest athletes, but are tough.
1: And I think one of the things, and we we go on about this quite often, when you're in this environment when everyone else is doing it and all you've got to focus on is do your training, the food's provided. When you finish the session, you're not going, oh, shit, I've got to do cleaning up, I've got to get ready for work the next day, I've got to look after the kids, I've got to feed the cat. It's like put your legs up, um, maybe have a beer or just relax. uh, And, yeah, nobody's sort of limping or hobbling around. Their sort of energy levels are good. And you've got to remember they've, they've biked, they've done three big days, you know, between five and ten hours um, each day for, for three days, and that's a lot of training and a lot of intensity. So uh, yeah, it's great.
0: Long may it continue. Okay, John, let's wrap it up. So uh,
1: before, before we go, actually, one other, a couple of other thanks is our support crew are amazing. We've got Ken O'Rourke and his wife. Uh, okay, Kathy, okay, nice. Uh, He's on here. He often MCs at some of my events. Dr. Feelgood, Dave Tuan. Um, you call her the hot chick, Kylie Cox. I yep. call her the colonel. Um, <laughs> we've got my lovely wife. And we've also had uh, Leah Barnfield from um, up in Blenheim, who's been helping the last couple of days. So we've got a really good uh, team helping us through. And,
0: big, you know, those volunteers, they work their butt off, man. So, that, you know, those Thank people are doing some big yards right now. So well done to the volunteers that's right okay John let's wrap it up Uh, we'll just say a big thank you to all the patrons we won't go through naming patrons but we're just going to say a big thank you to all the patrons you you know who you are if you love the show and you want to support the show become a patron by going to www.iamtalk.me while you there you can check out go to coach John if you want to get some coaching or if you want to check out one of John's camps Uh, have you announced any camps moving forward or is it a bit hard right
7: now
1: um, I'm planning a length of the North Island camp for this time next year. Uh, that's on the proviso that the overseas camps don't happen, which is looking pretty unlikely for, for us Kiwis getting out of New Zealand. So fingers are still half crossed. I'll be making a call in the next uh, month or two, um, providing borders and everything cl- stay closed for New Zealand. Then uh, we'll be having a camp uh, this time next year, probably the length of the North Island or an alternate length of the South Island.
0: Nice. Uh, if you want to check out my podcast, go to com For other cool content like Age Group of the Week, cool websites and other feedback, email imtalkpodcasts at gmail.com. Any other goss, John? What, any funny stories from the camp? Uh, funny stories from the camp? Oh,
1: I'm going to have to think that through before I start disclosing okay, things. Okay, fair enough. What well, goes camp. on camp, stays in camp. Stays on camp, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm just... Everything becomes a bit of a blur after a couple of days, and that's one of the reasons my blogging so far has been woeful, uh, just been a bit more administrative tasks on this camp. So uh, if you do want to follow what athletes are doing, go to the Epic Camp Facebook page, and I've got a links there to a number of the athletes that are blogging, and that will probably give you a more insightful and fun view of the camp rather than me blogging. But uh, so far I've only got day one up there, so I'm lagging behind a
0: bit. Um, so, yeah, that's where the updates will be happening. Okay, good times. Well, guys, check that out. Go to Facebook and look up for Epic Camp. Uh, John, we'll wrap it up because I know you're getting late. You probably need to get to bed. So let's wrap it up. I'm Russ. I'm in Train hard. Train smart. Kia kaha. Kia kaha.